Hi, this is Marcy Rader, your productivity lead at RaiderCo. I'm the principal contributor to the Health Powered Productivity Podcast, where we give you bite-sized nuggets of knowledge in areas of productivity, health, and clutter that you can implement right away. Looking for ways to support our Health Powered Productivity mission? We welcome donations to our tip jar linked in the show notes. We encourage you to check out our Raider Co. recommendations page on our site, where we list all of our favorite products, services, and apps. We get a little kickback and you get vetted tools that we use ourselves. Now, on with the show. Are you tired of the endless Zoom meetings? Because I am. Somehow we have forgotten that the phone still exists. And now we are able to actually start, you know, seeing people in person and being outside, even if you are nervous about, um, you know, being in close contact with someone, being outside will still allow you to have a meeting. I am a huge fan of walking meetings. They're not just good for your butt, they are good for your brain. Walking meetings increase creativity and collaboration when done with three or less people. If we are just walking by ourselves, it helps us to think through problems. It increases our own creativity. And one of those reasons is because when we are moving both sides of our bodies, the neurons start to connect between the right and left hemispheres. We are able to solve a problem that maybe we haven't been able to solve and it opens up. You know, we hear the left brain, right brain, well, just exercise and you'll be able to tap into both of those. Takes about 15 minutes for those neurons to go back and forth. Also, if you are doing a walking meeting, if you have somebody that reports directly to you or you are in some position of hierarchy, it can actually reduce that real or perceived hierarchy you know, when sitting across the table or desk from someone. If you are in a heated conversation or have an uncomfortable conversation, it can help that person be more open and honest with you. Or maybe it's for you to be more open and honest. These are great to do with your teenagers. Um, you know, it's, it's one reason why I heard a therapist once say that couples always get into big conversations when they're in the car because neither one of them are looking at each other. But this is something to think about when you are, you know, having one of those uncomfortable meetings. I actually had a client um, several years ago. She was a director and her direct report, actually it was two levels below her, um, made a million dollar mistake and this was not a joke the they worked in contracts and finance and they made a very big mistake and she thought for sure she was going to be fired and i happened to have a meeting with this director that day and i said take her outside you know go for a walk around the campus and you know for one thing that will bring her adrenaline down because she will be moving she will not have to look at you. Um, this director happened to be very tall. She was a very tall woman. And so that, you know, there's already a hierarchy. And now it would also be someone who is very tall. And so she ended up doing that. 
And the, you know, the woman was so appreciative that they were doing it outside away from people looking at them. You know, people knew that she had made this mistake. And so she said it made her feel a lot better. You know, she did cry a little bit and at least she wasn't in the office. And it ended up, you know, she, she was able to stay on at the company. One thing that, you know, I talked to the director about was if they made a million dollar mistake, they're probably not going to make it again. You know, it wasn't malicious. And so, you know, it's a little bit of a tangent here, but it gives a great example of a walking meeting and when or why to have them. So rules for walking meeting, prep the person first, let them know that or ask them, you know, would you like to do this as a walking meeting? I am known locally for doing this, especially when I was in a business network group. I would do a lot of walking meetings. And I met once with a guy who ended up walking in his soccer cleats because he forgot to bring his sneakers, but he said, I don't care, I will walk. We walked three miles. He walked in his soccer cleats because he said, I am so tired of coffee shop meetings. So, you know, you'll want to prep the person so that they are not in a three-piece suit or three-inch heels. Know where you are going. I tend to use one of two different places. I'll do Umstead State Park, which is an off-road trail, and it's about a three-mile loop. And then I'll also meet people at our museum, our North Carolina Museum of Art, or at a coffee shop called um, near Meredith College. And that one, either one of those, is I can do as a loop or as an out and back, so that it is easy for me to turn around if, you know, and that way I can look at time. I gave this presentation, I gave this workshop once, and a client of mine that was there said that, um, he contacted me about a month later, and he said, yeah, Marcy, I did this walking meeting thing, and believe it or not, I got lost. We ended up spending an hour and a half, two hours together, and we will never talk to each other again because we realized we just really don't like each other. So I think that you should always know where you're going. You want to walk at the slowest person's pace. This is not a power walk unless you have decided that ahead of time. Like my friend Amanda and I, Amanda Che, amazing team specialist for Raider Co., we walk fast. And my friend Beth and I, we meet once a month. We've done it for years and we walk fast. But we both know that and it is a workout. If you are on a greenway, don't take up the entire greenway, especially if there are more than two of you. You know, be courteous of others. Just because it's your business meeting doesn't mean that, you know, you need to take up all that space. And always check the weather, of course, and have a backup. That's one reason why I like to meet people at Meredith or at the um, Lucky Tree Coffee Shop at near Meredith College because we have the coffee shop to go to as a backup. So those are your in-person. You can also do them by phone. You know, I will schedule phone meetings this way. I will let people know. I'm going to be doing this as a walkie-talkie if you want to do it that way. You know, they know that they're going to hear my door open and shut. But you do need to be careful about noise. I don't do this with everyone because if there's background noise or you live somewhere that's really loud, that can be distracting. So you, you know, you would want the person to be agreeable to that because they may have their own noise. 
And if you can't do it with either of those, then just consider, you know, listen, you know, doing a walkie, um, talkie as you're listening to webinars or to a podcast or audiobooks. You know, you don't need to just sit for your meeting. You don't need to just sit while you're listening to a webinar or even this podcast. So there you go. That's how to have a walking meeting or what I like to call a walkie-talkie. Thank you for listening to the Raider Co. Health Powered Productivity Podcast. Please subscribe, leave a review, and forward this episode to at least one person you know could benefit. And can I ask a favor? If you felt this podcast was valuable, please consider supporting it by donating to our tip jar to continue giving you bite-sized nuggets of knowledge. And get your sneak peek of my latest book, Work Well, Play More, Productive, Clutter-Free, Healthy Living, One Step at a Time, with the novice behaviors from chapter one that includes how to deal with all those rings, pings, and buzzes, how to declutter your digital desktop and why it's important, and how to play hide-and-seek with your food to help with portion control. It's waiting for you at helloraderco.com forward slash gift.